Yo, actually, yo, yo, Richard, you you introduce this time. I introduce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do I introduce? I think you're the most. <laughs> you're well read on. Well, I I don't have betrayed you on this yet, so you do it. Go, Richard. Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why is this so ghetto? <laughs> Yo, this is. <laughs> I can't do fucking intro, do it, man. Just do, do it, it, man. <laughs> just less ghetto ness, man. Just do what you did. You're in a suit too. Yeah, hey, what's up, everyone? Well <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? This is the five star, five star pod episode. Episode. Where episode are we are? Twenty, twenty two, twenty three. Twenty three, I think. Around twenty three. Hey, Damn, twenty three, guys. Uh, so we're going to talk today about uh, some some changes that's happening in the real estate world and our um, you know, the way we're going to have to practice and the way we're going to have to operate in the future. Um, you know, we're, there's a new new spe- uh, a new act that's being put in place called the was it called the Tressa. Trust Trust in Real Estate Services Act. And uh, there's there's going to be a few changes that's going to happen. Right. So there's uh, two two things that's going to change primarily. Right. One is the multi-representation and uh, the bidding process with offers. It's actually pretty big changes. Like after doing this for 15 years, these are really big changes. That's going to affect everybody. So what is, what is a, let's talk about what a multiple representation scenario actually is. In real yeah, so let's talk about the, some of the changes. Yeah. So first let's, let's discuss uh, what, a rep, what, what a multi-rep is or multi-representation is. Also known as double, double dipping or double, double ending. ending. Double ending. Typically is. it's when one agent represents uh, two parties to the same transaction, a buyer and a seller. Or it could be two agents from the same brokerage representing a buyer or a seller in the same transaction. So that's considered multiple representation. When we do these kinds of deals, there is a consent that has to be signed by all parties involved that you can be in a multiple representation scenario in a particular deal. So now what they're saying is that we can't even double end. So no, you can still double end in terms of having two agents from the same brokerage I'll do put a deal together but one person cannot put a deal together on its own on their own okay how how will this affect the general public just give me so, give, give me an example so for example right now a lot of a lot of buyers would come up to you you know to your listing and they'll call you up they'll be like hey listen I want to I'm very interested in your property can you show me the property and you know if I'm interested hey can you put an offer for me yeah. Right. Happens often. That that happens very very often because the buyers they have this conception that they you know the listing agent is going to be able to cut their commissions so yeah. that they can get a better price on the overall house or the property that they're buying. But this is no longer going to be the case because one agent cannot do that anymore. It makes sense though because there's a conflict of interest. That's right? true. That's true. I mean, if you look at it from a a law perspective, right? Like if you have a victim and a well, yeah, uh, accused and a victim, right? If you have one lawyer that represents both sides, like how are they going to represent both sides? Exactly. Yeah. You either owe your loyalty to the seller or to the buyer. You can't, you can't really do both. Exactly. Okay. So, exactly. so instead of banning this practice, they, they revise it. So 
you can't do it technically, but you could refer it out to someone in another realtor in your brokerage. Yeah. So, I mean, you can still contact the the seller, the listing agent to say, hey, listen, I want to see your property. I'm interested with your property. But if you want to put an offer in, you can have, you have two options that you can look at now, right? One is what they call self-representative. And then the second is you can use a buyer agent, right? Uh, to help you represent yourself or represent you on the deal. And the buyer agent can be from your same brokerage or cannot yeah. be from your same brokerage? It could be from the same brokerage, but they'll be considered what they call a designate representative. Right. So it's like one law firm, but two separate lawyers. Yeah. So the way we do it before in the past is that we would treat the buyer as a customer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, now exactly. that process is now going to be eliminated. Yeah. We can no longer treat them as a customer. Or, you know, you could sell both as a client or a customer. It depends. Right. In the past. Yeah. You can yeah, either treat the them as a customer where That's you right. basically just give them some service. Yeah. Whereas a client, you're providing them with full due diligence. You're giving them proper advice, proper information, you know, looking after their interest. Well, they're no establishing different. your true loyalty to one client only in a transaction, in yeah. a given particular transaction, right? That's the whole goal of this, right? So, and I agree though, it's like, how can, who's your loyalty to? The buyer or the seller? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I listed with the seller first. Oh, but the buyer is a friend of mine. Who am I really looking out for? So I, I understand from an ethical standpoint why they're they're doing this, and it makes sense. Um, what are what are some of the other changes to to the bidding process that we want to discuss? That's detrimental to both buyers, sellers, and us as agents. You mean the open bidding? The open bidding. Right. That's, that's the other huge. thing that was changing is yeah. the way the sellers can dictate if they want to have an open bid, like basically publicize all offers. If there's multiple offers. They're able to publicize all the offers and what price it is, what the terms are, et cetera. Will, will um, the buyer's name? Or they name? can keep it closed. Will the buyer's name and No, price you, can't, you can't disclose buyer's name. Well, let's just preface this by saying right now, um, before this new rule comes in, you're not allowed to disclose any content of any offers. Yeah, you can only yeah. tell people how many offers are on the table and that's it. Between but, buyers. Like yeah, between, between the, buyers. the interested parties. But now... Dude, you could disclose the price. You could disclose the Terms, closing date, the conditions, the, the conditions. deposit. Yeah. If the seller consents. If That's the right. seller consents. So yeah, I, I want to say like this is all one-sided, I feel like, because it's all up to the sellers what they want to do. Right. No, wait, it's actually not the seller's, it's not the seller's consent. It's at the seller's direction. So under their direction, they so, can yeah, determine same when. Thing. Same thing. Consent, no, direction. Con no, no, not necessarily consent because... It's not dictated by any other party right. aside so from seller. I guess That's he's just being technical with the technical sense. Jeez. So the seller can determine. It's in the fine prints. Sure. Okay. So, so, but you know, here's the thing: is that there's there's things that you can put into the agreement to protect yourself if you're a buyer, um, and this is why it's good to work with the buyer agent, right? To to evaluate if you can, uh, if what you should do is is right or wrong. Right, but a buyer agent can technically say, "Hey, listen, if you disclose my price or my offer, this offer is no longer valid." See, that's another thing too. The buyer can opt out of this. Yeah, it. Uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around this of how much confusion this will cause going forward. Well, I mean, think about that process now. Like, there's going to be pros and cons to it, right? If the guy says, "Okay, well, if you have let's say five offers and two of them are very similar, yeah. and one guy says, you know, if you disclose my price, it's no longer good." Yeah, I still have the other offer. So what's the difference, right? To the seller, they didn't lose anything because it's the same offer, right? So the guy said, "Oh, I don't want you to expose my price." Well, unless unless that buyer has 
it has like a ridiculous price out there. It's like, okay, let's say the all the offers were like 1.6 <laughs> yeah. and he throws a key and what? Like all the open bids were 1.6, 1.65. I'm going to go 1.75 and just call it. But I want, I want this to be closed. Yeah. If you say, right? if, if you, you tell if them my you, offer, I'm out. Yeah. It's a bully. It's a tactic. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. As, if you're representing a buyer, I'm trying to think of a scenario where it's beneficial for the buyer to allow their information to be made public. What is what is the scenario that that works for the buyers? I don't see any unless I'm well, missing something. Well, it it would because let's say okay, you know how we have right now we have like sometimes we have multiple rounds. Right? Think about this is that like you're I'm I'm the top bid or I they tell the the agent tells me I'm the top bid. But I don't know if how far off I'm the other how far off I'm with the other agents. So the second round, I could be bidding against myself. So like I could have the best price at 1.55 and they put in 1.45 and it's the agent say, oh yeah, they improved the offer. They can improve the 1.5 and I still have 1.55, but I can go 1.6. All of a sudden I like, I increased the value of my offer for no reason. You mean in the closed system? That In the closed system, that's right. Yes, okay. Oh, that's to the sellers. Oh, you're talking about to the sellers. No, I mean... I'm just trying to think of a scenario where in the in the new system, why would a buyer choose to opt in to allow their information to be made public? In what scenario would that benefit a buyer in a new system? Look, look, here 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 here's an issue about interpretation for 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 this new 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 way of business. If the seller decides to go open bid, anyone who opts in, yeah, why would you opt in? No, well, not even. I'm just having a scenario. If the buyers are 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 you know, uh, game to to open bid, the one person with the clause to say, I don't want an open bid. But they're still in the game. Would they be in a disadvantage? Because every everyone will will see where the uh, the offer is, except for this person. Well, it depends on how the seller wants to evaluate those offers. And how they want what they want to do with it. But to answer your to answer Kenny's question is that why would a buyer want to opt into or why would they want to participate in an open bid process? Yeah, why would they have the option to not do because that, so. if they love the house, they like the house, then they have to go through that process. But it no, no, it doesn't. It puts them at a disadvantage. If they if they love the house, they don't want someone to creep up on them. Okay, so if we have a shortage of supply and this is the one house that's in the block that they want to be in or the community that they want to be in. And it's in the uh, nice cul-de-sac, beautifully renovated home. Nothing compares. No, sorry, Richard. Okay, uh, sorry. My, my question, okay, it, it wasn't clear. So they're still going to bid on the house, but why would I consent to have my information revealed? To everybody. It's, it's going to be disclosed before even putting the offer in that the seller is going to want an open bid yeah, process. But, but then as a buyer, I'm going to say no. I'm going to, I'm, my clause will say, I'm going to submit my offer. This is my price. But if you disclose my price and my details, it's null and void. Right. So if there's, let's say there's five offers and yeah. yours is the only one that has that clause in there. Yeah. And yours is not even like close to being competitive. Yeah. Then what? What, what, what do you mean? Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't even want to consider you. They'd be like, who cares? Who cares? This guy has a, has an offer that has like, n I do not want my offer to be disclosed. No, wait, wait. Unless your offer is like over the top. <laughs> no, but on the flip side, like back to my example, because if, if they are willing to pay that extra hundred thousand, 2.1 mil, if everyone goes to open bid and, and this, this is the top bidder, he, he finds out that the other offer is offering just under two mil. Obviously, you know, they, they want the house, but they don't want to overpay. That's, I've never heard of 
you know, any buyer willingly, you know, uh, paying, paying, paying way over the competition. You know, a couple thousand dollars. Great. They, they I don't feel know. Like it's I've a win. seen it. I've seen it. Come on. But you don't know. But, but you don't know, don't know that. Yeah, yeah. The buyers don't know. don't know that. But you, you see it. it. I know. But how bad would they feel? When they put put a bid in, and then oh, I actually paid a hundred thousand more than the second yeah, runner. Yeah, then up. that's fair. It's a it's it's a fairness. It's a it's about fair now, right? And not and not going over the top like crazy. No, it is because fair. now it's going to control the prices in the market. No, but the point was think of it. If, if, if that's the case, if it, if you had if the market was all of a sudden one six, one point six, and then all of a sudden one guy goes one seven, one seven five, right? And then now now all the other houses are going to be like reflecting on that one house. Like hey, you know the market is willing to pay one point seven five for this house. So now everybody has to reflect upon that one house, right? No, now the, it just it raises the raises the the market. But okay, when you see that offer coming in, the seller is not going to jeopardize that, antagonize the buyer, and say, "Ah, you pay you overpaid by hundred thousand. I'm going to open up the bid and see if the other guy comes comes up." It's just that's where I see the conflict of interest. If I see a nice offer, you know, piece of meat on the on on the table. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. No, but they could. The seller could choose to disclose what offers they want. They could choose to disclose only the top offer. That's it. And say, hey, man, we have the top offer of one point seven. That's the highest, right? They don't have to disclose everything. All I the other offers. I, is that right? Is it that is. because it changes? It now? is. That's what I'm saying. Like as a buyer, why would you disclose any of your information? If I was working with a buyer, I would just keep everything closed. There's no, no benefits. But I, I feel like it's it's an all or nothing because every party needs to disclose if one party disclosed. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. You because it's not it's fair. It's consistent. It's not, it's not no, right. it's not. No, but it's based, not. On, based on... Choose. You can't like, tell me your offer. I mean, we'll have to look into that These guys can, more. but I can't say this as a seller or I can say... It's no, just, no, no, no. Is that, is that what the change is? No, so, I, I think so everyone cannot choose. To all the listeners, this is all new changes and we're all getting familiar with all the changes and there's things that are probably not that very clear right now. It's true. If we're wrong, I'm just going to delete this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just this segment. No record of anything. <laughs> but no, to your point, if they're already the highest bid, that's okay. Yeah. You want to say, hey, listen, I want to protect my my interest. I'm going to put a close. Like, if you disclose my offer, then it's over. Null and void. Right? Yeah, Null okay. and void. Yeah. But, and the seller would be like, well, if they if I do that, then, okay, I cannot disclose your, you're the highest bid. So I can't disclose this. So you can be like, you know what? The agent can only say, guys, you know, whoever's interested with this offer, like, or this property, we do have a very good offer and they, they have it, a condition there that we cannot disclose it. If we disclose it, we cannot offer it. So you just have to come up to yeah, it's very whatever you will, you're willing <laughs> because to go it, to. In order to be a full open bid, everyone has to willingly disclose. participate. Everyone. 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 Yeah, everyone. So that makes sense. there's yeah. so much confusion. I, I'm really interested to see how this will go i'm sure they'll modify it i'm sure so they'll weird. modify it as they go because this is there's not perfect obviously like yeah I, the I really, government is never the government is never perfect <laughs> I, I really have a hard time like just wrapping my mind on on the motives right in what scenario can the seller okay this benefits the seller that's it and it, it, it? it try to create yeah does it? it does it only benefits the seller gonna, how would it benefit the buyer raise all the prices how up. No, it doesn't think. Okay, if you, if you think about it, fine. It, it, okay, the seller, down to the last three offers, they're 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 you know quite close, right? How does that benefit the seller? Um, if okay, if if one offer was sub, more substantial, 
I guess how would see, it benefit I guess, or what? Yeah, how okay, so you would drive away potentially two of the lower lower offers and you would piss off the highest offer. Because they, they overpaid. No, by this you wouldn't. Much. You just tell the other ones that hey, listen, there's there's an offer that's better than yours and we can't disclose it. No, but if three of them are, are you willing to improve offer, yours? Yes, in today's like system. Well, that's but how it's going to change. December, that's how you're going to, yeah. No, like if, if the seller goes, oh, I'm going to open up all three No, that's bids. what I'm talking about. Like if, if, okay, like if it's an open bid process and then one person says, you know what, I do not want my offer to be disclosed, but it's like a significant dollar amount. That Then then no one can disclose. If one, one No, party. it's just the one offer, but the seller's, the seller's direction is that they want an open bid. Yeah, and the buyer could choose if they want to participate in that or not. Right. So it's all or nothing. Like if if no one participates, we're back at ground zero. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's that's, that's, that's based point. on yeah, fairness, that, but based on the regulations, is that the seller has the control. It should just be an open system. Period. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I think so. I if think okay, so. if it's no, an open it should, system, yeah, I don't know about the if open you system want either. It, give me more. You're you're fifty thousand dollars short. Do you want it or not? But hang Best on, hang on. If if let's say let's story. just say okay, let's just put it this way. Okay, like now if the seller says okay, we want a closed bid process, so that everyone puts their offer in like mm-hmm. as you would right now. All of a sudden at the end they were like, okay, you know what? These two are very close. We want to create an open bid opportunity now. It's true. They could change right? their mind. No, yeah, but now you have to then go on to now for us realtors, we have to then inform. Everybody, Everyone. we have to go back yes. on the MLS, get a new seller's direction form side. And then, I, know. I think then, that's but anyways, administratively, just... it's gonna be a nightmare for us. However, for the seller, this is their opportunity to say, Hey, listen, here's your offers, go. No, but I, yeah, <laughs> honestly, that, that's probably the only scenario if you have at the very end, you have two identical and I cannot decide, then you could probably open up, Hey, you guys do get out. See what you guys can yeah, improve and who, on. Yeah, and who that benefit? The sellers. Yeah. In that scenario, it, straight up, it's it's a seller. See, I think it always benefits the sellers. I don't think I so. It always benefits Well, the technically, the seller is paying for your commissions, paying for okay, everyone's so, commissions. So in this market. And in, uh, they're, they're the ones that's okay, selling their in, property. Okay, I understand. In this market, in the slow market. In a slow market. You, you would not open up the bids. Well, okay, yeah. You would not open up. You have the option. Yeah, you have the option, but right. you a seller would only yes. do it if it benefits if them. It's a hot market, yeah, of course. They have, they, have, market they have complete control over yeah. this. Yeah, so I see this. It's, it's going to be rarely used for the next five years, well, to be honest. No, I can see that. No. Okay, I can see it being a closed offer po- uh, process right now. Yeah, and right now, right now. Yeah. Like, closed process, and then at the end, at the end, like, again, like, if you have multiple offers, like you have two, three offers that are very similar. You know what? Like, right now, how do you decide? Based on, like, if, if one has a letter or not. Yeah. <laughs> one, if, if, who's who's the buyers? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, they're evaluating oh, all those different yeah, one, things, right? One closing earlier, bigger deposit. Right. So now if we're, if the, if the seller's like, okay, you know what? Let's give the opportunity for them to open bid like we're going to disclose what all the offers are and we're going to take the best offer actually you're right i think that's going to be the most likely scenario like they would just narrow down and then at the end open it up yeah i think then you just got to change everything on the system that's top two i mean it's a bit of a nightmare for us but whatever it is the process where we have to service our clients yeah right that's the bottom line no but in terms of the open i think it's inevitable that they'll come up with a form where you have just the details you fill it out without disclosing their name like these are the offers on hand that's that's what it's going to come down to. Sure, but okay. As a buyer, let's. Just, how many times has it happened to you where you submit an offer for a buyer, and they're like, "Okay, this is my max. 
All right, cool. And then they didn't end up winning the house. And then the next day you, they find out that the winning offer was only like 5,000 over yours. And then your buyer client was like, oh, I would have I would have paid an extra five or six to get the house. Dude, yep. this, is, happens. this is going to happen now. Yeah, no, so now the open bid will make a lot of sense for the seller. For the seller. It's because just the seller is going to be up like, up well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to lose the opportunity to get more money, uh-huh. right? Because we're, we're limited to yeah. two rounds yeah. or yeah. three rounds. Maybe we can get more money yeah. for it. So like, let's open up the bid. Yeah. And then those two people would duke it out and who benefits? The sellers. That's right. If it's, yeah, if it's down well, that's to- that's the advantage, right? If it's down yeah. to two, two offers, that's probably, maybe even three, maybe three. But it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's all fairness to the seller because right now the seller is like, oh, we're limiting it to two rounds or three rounds. And this offer was- was the best offer based on the third round. But you know And that's cut off. You know that, what's what else done. is gonna change? So now the seller gets to now the seller's like, okay, well, I could have gotten more money for my my house. Yeah. But I didn't because the the agent said there's only three rounds. Yeah. Right. Nobody so now it's restricted. So now the, the the sellers can say, you know what, let's open it up so that it's fair. I can get the most money for yeah. my house. And a lot of buyers out there were thinking, oh, this will make, you know, everything was transparent. This will make things better. I don't think so, man. I think this will <laughs> affect prices even higher, to be honest. No, but you know, I was going to say like, you know, what else is going to change is in practice now we have typically about maybe two, maybe three rounds, like you mentioned. But I see this open. Once it's open, it's going to be infinite rounds until you have yeah, the highest. Whatever. Rate. So then the, the seller gets the most money. But you know, also it could be, it could be, it could be good for the buyers too because now the buyers be like, okay, you know what? We're not just guessing. We know that this is the best offer. I lost based on. Okay, the- fine. It's good for the buyers for for their feelings. <laughs> well, I mean, well, dude, how many times have your clients been pissed off at you because like you're five thousand short of buying the house? Yeah. Okay. True. That. Okay. <laughs> it, it's that would make it easier for the buyer agents. No, but even for them, it did. They would want to be able to get the opportunity to purchase the house that they wanted, right? So they can, if they really wanted that house, they can just go. Okay, you know what? You I'll, put, you put I'll put I'll put ten thousand dollars more. Yeah. Go right? for it. Okay. Well, five. Yeah. I'll, I'll. You want to put that? I'll put five thousand. I'll put. 5000 on top of your offer, right? Like then it, it just goes back and forth yeah. and it depends on how much the the buyer wants to go to, exactly. right? It, at the end of the day, that's what it is, right? The market is only going to pay what the market is going to want to pay. Yeah, but that buyer... <laughs> but you know what I mean though, right? Let's just say if there's 10 offers and nine chose to open up their, you know, open bid, nine, no, 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 and then no, one... It's not, it's not the choice of the buyer. No, okay, okay. The seller, the seller says open bid, everybody. But then the buyer can choose not to the disclose. buyer can choose not to disclose. Right. Okay. So, so then it, it becomes a disadvantage to that buyer. And like, it's like, okay, you know what? This is our top price. I disagree. I think it's this a complete be like, this advantage the- to that buyer to be anomalous, uh, uh, like anonymous. That's interesting. Why? Why do you feel that? Because he gets to see other bids. And no, people don't know his no, bid. No, no, no. But then he, the seller's going to no, be like, well, see- if, your offer, if you know your offer is going to be crapped and you know you're lost for a reason. No, no, no. But... If everyone decides to disclose, this person doesn't get any information. What? No, so, no, they do. No, they, do. They, they do. They do. They do yeah. get information. How does that make sense? How does that make? That's sense? That's what I'm saying, man. Welcome to the government. That's what I'm saying. What is it going to do to the industry? Uh, how we structure our deals? So it's going to be publicly. Well, it depends announced. on the tactics that now our us agents have to take and give the advice to our clients on what they should or not do. Yeah, I'm just confused right now. Man, <laughs> we like, got to look at the scenarios of what is the best case for our our clients. Because and rea- if, as a buyer, as a buyer rep, what's the best situation for my client? In reality, right? So you gotta just 
what, the wait, situation when, when buyers when buyers actually opt in when they are participating because they are sharing they will get they're privy to other information that the other offers that are that are sharing the one that's not participating they're they're operating in a different Should system it be they're in the dark able to know the others that if you want to you want to just not but they disclose, do no that's how i would I operate like you're not getting the information i would restrict it i'm in control you're the listening agent See, why, unless, why you, unless I'm thinking, unless I'm missing something here, because this feels... You, phys- you physically have to send it to them. No, you don't have to send anything to them. You just tell them this is the conditions, these are the closing dates, this is the offer. Right, so you, so this particular person, because you didn't opt in, it re- reciprocates. You're not getting That's the not information from I know, but it's not the case. That's yeah. not true, though. How would they, how would they know? Is, I don't, did, did you specifically read that was the case? But how would yes. they know? Oh, oh here's the other change, too. Not uh, not only, you would think that only the people in the bidding process get to know the information. Right. No. Other people get to know the information, too. So it's a gray area. So are you allowed to post this on social media? <laughs> because it's, it says it's allowed. Oh, that's a little are you allowed to live stream? Imagine, imagine, live stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> live stream the big one right now. Yeah. No, because I mean, <laughs> maybe. No, think about it. Well, it's definitely fair. You have a few of spectators watching your house. Their name, their bid. Buyer two, buyer three. Well, I oh, think, wow. te- I think, te- I think te- we have to use, I think as a, as a professional. Yeah. Right? Basically. I think as a professional agent, we just got to be able to think through all the scenarios and advise our clients appropriately. Based on the game that is being set up for us right now, it's pure mind game, man. No, but that's what it is, right? I mean, right now it's a mind game. We go into an, a, a bidding offer, right? We have to figure out, like, we got to talk to the agent, try to extract as much information as possible, so you can use it for your own offer. Oh, you know what? In all transparency, I can see people starting using like a, a Zoom call link, right? just Zoom call, live stream, like this is open bid. If if you're not participating. Then you no, don't you get still that have to link. submit paperwork. You can't just verbally offer. No, it's, yeah, you'll have well visual and. Have you paperwork. seen how Australia does it? They no. do it on the streets. Yeah, on the street. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Well, how, how do they do it? They they go on the street in front of the property just and it's raise like hands. you know like a you know auction. Like an auction. Like an auction. auction. Yeah. No, like with a paddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a paddle. Wow. Yeah, I've seen that. So that's, that's okay. True. That's that's complete transparency. So okay, if you argue that okay, transparency is good. But if you look at the Australian market, the yeah. prices are super high. You know, um, there's a lack of supply. There's a lot of immigration. It's very close to Canada status. So how will opening it up, like Australia, help with the prices? It, it, won't, it certainly won't bring the prices down. But what it does is it, it makes it more competitive. But if you legitimately cannot afford this house, then you know. Well, you're it becomes, it becomes more open market more, then. It, it, really, it really becomes open market. Like it's it's free trade at this point. Like literally, it's free trade. Like if one buyer is willing to pay this price, because that's what the market is dictated by, right? Is by what the buyer is willing to pay for your house. Yes, but I, I'm just saying. Okay, it's fine, but I'm just saying it's one sided because only the sellers so, will benefit from this. That's all. Yeah, yeah that, right. that's no, true. I agree with Th- that. That's true. You're right. And it, and in fairness, it's more about. I think the government would be like, hey, this is a fair, this is a fair process. We're giving the opportunity to. Just the a seller, fair, a fair market trade. You're giving the opportunity just the seller. But this is only a this is only a scenario where your house is just like immaculate. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Imagine um, in the, in the, in the spring when the market is hot. Let's just assume it, it it will be, and houses are getting like hundreds of showings and 10, 30, 20 offers, whatever. Dude, I would totally open it up and just see what happens. 
I would experiment. Well, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna require some experiments and see what kind of scenarios play out because we don't know how this is gonna play out. We're we're just creating hypotheticals. Yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't do it now because if I if I listings now are not getting much action, you would probably get one or two offers max. I wouldn't. I would choose to keep sure. it closed right as now. A yeah, you'd sure. be closed. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and there's also sometimes you okay. Uh, some agents they would they would actually take the offer and they'll take another offer, a lower offer, and be like, hey, listen, like we have another offer. Right. So, so in They'll all push this, you up on your price. So with transparency and all disclosure, like if it's an auction style, will there be a reserve? Will, will the seller have to tell? Like, this okay, is in, my Australia, price. Is. <laughs> in Australia, Australia yeah. there is. Australia, Australia is a reserve price, it, which makes complete sense. Yes. I, I agree to that. So, yeah. if a house is uh, listed for one point five, the reserve price is one point five. If it goes anything lower, the seller would not consider anything lower than that. Exactly. Complete sense, but we don't have that here, right? But can can well, can I mean, they? the seller doesn't have to sell unless they get the price that they want. Well, yeah, a, well, a buy now price. Yeah, like right. a reserve. Yeah, like their own their own price. So that would benefit the buyers because you know you you don't waste time. Oh, so you're saying they have to disclose yeah, what they're so buying they have now. To they disclose. should. One of the bit where I need a minimum one. But is that this is Australia? Like, this is no, Australia, yeah. but not not here. No, I'm just saying it, it, that would be that welcomed would, here. I think. Well, I think, I think so. that should be the next level of like yeah. what trusted should be adding here. No, but it's a condition. Like if if they are going to the open auction, open bid system. It, then the seller should reciprocate. This is the reserve price. Like, they go hand in hand. But I've they're missing seen, that I've component. I've seen that here. I, I was in a big war where the, the, the agent, the listing agent said, if you're not at least 1.3 starting, go home. I think that's from fair. The, from the that's fair. And I appreciate that because like we're nowhere near yeah, that. Yeah, so that would discourage people from yeah. listing nine or a yeah. dollar or whatever. But, and okay, then, actually, yeah. here's, here's yeah. another question now. Is that, are you, is that now going to encourage agents to do the list low and get more? offers yeah yeah it does it would encourage yes more. it would that's if the okay that's only if the market dictates that opportunity works true because right now like if it, in, a, in a slower market we wouldn't put a lower price and expect multiple offers right it doesn't make any sense so so in the short term between buyers and sellers do you see behavior changing uh or just kind of business as usual until a specific scenario comes up. I see mass confusion. Well, there's going to, yeah. So what I see, what <laughs> fair, I see yeah, is this. Fair, okay. Yeah, so here's yeah, what I see is by, okay. So as an agent, you know, here's the things I would agent, we cannot give our opinion to someone that is not a client. So therefore, if we're at a bar, if we're at some kind of social event, if we're at, door at the park, if we're at the park, if I'm door knocking or anybody's door knocking, you know, like, or prospecting, they can't just give you an opinion. You have to sign an agreement with them before they can give you any kind of advice or opinion. Otherwise, the only thing they can do is provide facts, right? And that's the that's a big big change because as a customer, you're able to give them, you know, some some you know information here and there. But now you can't do that at all. Now it becomes an implied agency or applied representative. And if that advice that it gave you is bad, then what happens? The liability still comes back onto me if I give bad advice. So that's, that's going to be a big, big change that's going to happen with behaviors because buyers, like there's so many people that just come up to you. Like, I mean, the other day I was at the bar, I'd be like, Hey, listen, I want to buy a, uh, a condo at, uh, in the North York community. You know, how much is a two bedroom worth right now? I'm like, can't tell you. I, I can tell them right now. I'd be like, Hey, you know, it's in the range of like maybe like 800 low end to the 800, you know, like the upper end is like maybe in the 900s, right? Maybe in the millions, depending on the building you're in. Right. But right now, like that would be my opinion. Right, I can't do that in the future. But as of December well, 1st. <laughs> unless, unless you bring a contract with you at the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I hear, 
No, I'd be like, hey, let's set up an appointment. Let's talk about this on a person on a more on a more serious matter, right? But you can't you can't do that. It's kind of sign here, and I will give you the advice. Is that professional discrimination? What if I'm just providing opinion as a friend? No opinions, no advice. As of December first. Yeah. So this comes this comes into effect December first. So this is huge. There's so much changes. Okay, imagine this. There's there's ninety thousand realtors, right? In eighty, eighty, over eighty thousand, yeah, eighty thousand. Okay, how, yeah. how, many, how many people know about in depth of all these changes? So, so I mean, really, honestly, it's gonna be really, really messy. It's gonna be so chaotic <laughs> because I mean, it's like the okay, let's like let's say the four hundred one <laughs> being chaos, dude. Getting because <laughs> like four hundred one, the speed limit of the four hundred one is a hundred. <laughs> getting just a few people to come to our office for training is is tough. <laughs> Eighty thousand people like need to know There's about this. There's gonna be some mistakes. That's for sure. There's gonna be some errors, and it'll be interesting. Like if if are they gonna have an opinion police? Like who's gonna police all all this? Well, again, just over drinks. It's just gonna over be. Drinks. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like you know if. If someone's gonna call the whistle or somebody's gonna be watching. But you never know. Right now, there might be there might be secret shoppers out there catching Yeah, CDC catching marketplace, agents. man. Yeah. Get caught. They're gonna you're, you're gonna get caught. I'm famous. I don't want to be on that show. Yeah, no, I don't want to be there. So yeah, buyer beware. Like you, I mean, you you gotta be aware of what you gotta do. Right. But at the end of the day, there could be secret shoppers because they're enforcing this now. And and it's just like how they set road or ride, right? Like if you're gonna drink and drive or you know, do something stupid, you're going to get caught. Yeah. But it's just, you know, having everyone on the same page is going to be tough, at, yeah. at least for the first little while. Right. Because I'll be honest, for like I was year, at least. Uh, or I, even years. longer, maybe because yeah. I, I was very busy the last couple of months. And I, I kind of put this on the sideline. I didn't know how important this was until I saw a TikTok video the other day. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is this is changing a lot. It's yeah. profound. Well, the yeah. office, the office has, has given out a lot of information about it. I'm they sorry, set up mastermind. They set up trainings. I haven't been going to those. I apologize. Something <laughs> the agent didn't want to get, get themselves informed. I'm not perfect, man. <laughs> He'll be there at the Christmas party. That's for yeah. sure. I might, I might come. They need to entice, like, entice me better. Like free lunch or something at least. They're gonna have some training at no, the. No, we had we had a lawyer that came into the office and did whole training on Tresla. Oh, okay. Mine's tomorrow. So, so let's talk about um, that. A buyer now can represent themselves. Okay, yeah. So that's a that's a very interesting point. So as a seller, so as a buyer, you can actually be what they call a self-represented party, and if you want to put an offer in as a self-represented party, and you don't want to use an agent at all then the only way you can put an offer is either you write an offer yourself or you ask someone to write an offer for you, which generally would be like a lawyer, right? So that's your, I mean, essentially that's your options, right? And then the seller would then, you know, consider the offer or not. But here's, here it gets, it gets really tricky now because let's just look at a different scenarios. Let's look at, okay, let's say the offer is accepted. They had a condition of home inspection. You're self-represented. You have to go see a home in the, the, the home or do the inspection, right? What's going to happen? The agent's gonna have to be there to open the door for you. You're gonna come in with your buyer inspection inspector, and you know, hey, this is wrong. Oh, hey, when was this changed? When was this changed? Um, well, you know, or like you can you can check your inspector. You're supposed to check it, right? <laughs> if it's wear, if it's worn or not, if it's good or bad, you know. Um, oh, can you change this? Or can your your seller do this? You know what? Just put it on the home inspection report, and we'll discuss it later. Ask your lawyer to contact me. Hmm. So, right. so, so this turnaround might be 
four days, five just days. Just complicate things. It, it just makes things a lot harder. It's gonna change. It's gonna change our practice completely. It's just you know we're we're informing everyone now. Like we're trying to create awareness of this because behaviors for sellers and buyers are gonna have to be aware of all these changes and practices in the past are not gonna be able to give you. So like. You know, like if you're expecting advice at the bar or at some kind of party, be prepared just, to sign something. It's just not going to happen. And, and uh, I'm not going to, I mean, it's up to the agent if they want to give it to you or not. But at the end of the day is that, you know, there's, there's rules now. Hey, let me, let me ask you, let me ask you this as a buyer. So for listeners that are, are buying uh, buyers, does this translate, like if you're self-represented, does this translate into savings? Like, am I saving more? Cause I'm representing myself. I'm, I'm, I'm paying for my lawyer. You know, I'm my own buyer, well, so yeah, the, the an agent. Is clearly that if I'm not represented, you don't have to pay me as a seller a commission. So you're saving your whatever your listing commission is. Because well, if you're, you're only representing so, one party now, and I'm I'm representing yeah. myself, no commission, just give me a good deal. Yeah. So you're gonna have to pay a fee to your lawyer to represent you on the deal, and then you know, depending on what the seller wants to do, you know, if the commission is five percent. Maybe the seller's like, "Hey, can you cut your commissions?" There's no representative here. Like it pushes more pu- pushes more onus on the sellers to, "Hey, listen, let's cut our commissions here, right, so that we can get this better price or we can accept this price." This only works if if there's if there's a calmer market. If it's a if it's a busier market that we've been experiencing no, over the last it's, several it's years, forget about it. This is gonna backfire. Like the the listing agent could say, "Hey, listen, you know what? You don't have a representative. You know, I can refer you one." Right, if you don't have one, right? So here's, you know, Kenny. Here's yeah. a rod. Yeah. But right. I, don't, I don't like Kenny or Rod. Screw those guys. I, I, def, I, I definitely. I represent myself. I don't want an agent. Okay, fine. Then you represent yourself. Represent but, yourself. But as, as through a lawyer. As a listing agent, though, I, I feel like they their first go-to would be to refer, you know, a colleague or some someone else to help them instead of reducing yeah, their commissions. You know, a lot of them know what they're doing. A lot of them know, they, the, the, they know the game. They don't want to go through an agent. They want to represent, represent themselves. But that's, it doesn't translate into pa- savings. That's the common practice right now with a lot of buyers where they would go into, they would contact a listing agent because they don't want to use a buyer agent because they feel that they can get a better price if they just go directly to the listing agent. And that's not always the case. In fact, it's it's actually very counterintuitive because you think that this is the right way, but the listing agent's like, well, I can't represent you. I've got a multiple offer here and I got, you know, I can't, I can't do anything for you, right? Because I can't be unfair to the other agents because I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> so really, it's better if you use a buyer agent. And, you know, honestly, there's values behind working with the buyer agent because a buyer agent can tell you, hey, listen, you know what? My experience tells me that I, we can do this, this, this and that, right? And I can guide you through getting this property, protecting you, making sure that you're not making any mistakes and you're not paying for something that, you don't know anything of, right? So it, in a way, a buyer agent can really help you. I mean, there's so many times where, like, how many times have you, has a has a client of yours said, hey, listen, I want to look at this building, but you know that building is trash <laughs> or this building yeah, has a lot of, of flooding listen. issues or a lot of issues in general, but the price is right for them, right? And be like, hey, listen, you know what? I know the price is right. It looks attractive, but here are all the problems that you're going to experience while while living there. Yeah. Right? Would you, would you, like, would you want that information? Right. So as a buyer agent, you can give that information. Yeah. If you don't want that buyer agent, then you're stuck buying a condo that's going to be problematic or yeah. a house that's going to be problematic. Do you want that for yourself? A buyer agent would represent your, you know, the buyer's best interest. But exactly. if you, the seller 
agent is representing the seller, really. I mean, at the end of the day. That's it. That's it. So like they're only just, they're leaning more towards the seller anyways. So why would you want to put yourself in a position where you're vulnerable? Okay. Any final thoughts, guys, aside from mass confusion? <laughs> no, it's going to be, it's going to be a chaotic, it's, it's going to be a chaotic time. But at the end of the day, I think there's, it's, it's just a change of practice for all of us. Yeah. You know, we're, there's going to be things that we're not used to, not comfortable with, but at the end of the day, we're going to be, we will adapt, we'll, we'll, we'll adapt, we'll figure it all out, you know, but there's going to be a lot of benefits to, to people who are looking to buy and sell because you just got to trust the agent that you're working with, that they're going to give you the right advice and they can <coughs> understand how to navigate through the, the waters better. I would say to, to potential buyers and sellers, be patient with us as agents. We're, we're learning this process now. We're still educating ourselves. There's a lot. There's a huge There's going to be a lot of educating. There to will the... be errors. There will be mistakes. Um, but in general, if you um, going into a situation as a buyer, we highly suggest you consider using a licensed real estate agent who will look out for your best interests, generally speaking, right? Versus trying to do it yourself. If you think you can do it yourself, go ahead. You have the opportunity to do that. But a licensed realtor who's generally looking out for your best interests is a good route to take. Yeah. Well, also an experienced agent is able to help you avoid bad communities, good community, like help you get into proper communities or proper schooling. Because they're going to do all the homework for you. They're hiring a professional to help you with your search. That's going to fit your criteria at the end of the day, right? It's not, they're not there to harm you or try to like use you for just a commission. They're there to help you, right? They're not there to not give you the right advice. Call Richard at 416. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, guys. All right. Shame we covered a lot. Fun. So, um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because yeah. this is, comes in effect December 1st. Yep. Likely Friday. the podcast will be released on the same day. So, you know, it'll be in effect already. So Let cool. us know what you think in the All comments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in the comments down below oh hey yeah subscribe <laughs> yeah subscribe and subscribe. follow subscribe and follow you know yeah. that button yep <laughs> five star let's go see you guys see you, see you guys